Do School Better, a podcast for people who want to transform education. My name is Doris Corda. In this season, I discuss the core principles of my educational philosophy with Tim Desmond and Allison Tanker, my co-teachers from Hawkins School's Entrepreneurial Studies program. It's not about what you teach. It's about what they learn. In this episode, Doris elaborates on the shift in the workplace where employers increasingly value skills like teamwork and collaboration over the possession of content knowledge. Doris and Allison discuss why you can't get an A by yourself and the role of direct, honest feedback in the classroom. We have uh, collaboration specifically set out as a skill we're looking to build, but it's been very intentional how you've set up the course to be team-based and was hoping you could discuss that. Sure. So it's actually really weird in schools to do a class uh, that is entirely team-based like this. Um, And, you know, Hawken is a wonderful school. It's a college preparatory school. Um, Grades matter. Um, It's competitive. Performance matters. It's a wonderful, progressive, but still, the whole college admissions game, as you know, gruesome as it is, is by nature competitive. Mm -hmm. Um, Someone gets in and someone doesn't. So um, the whole system isn't set up well for a class where you're getting three academic credits and grades where two of the three grades are 100% based on your work as part of a team. Okay. So what, that's a weird thing. So if I don't feel like working hard, you want to get an A, we're on the same team, you get you're a wonderful straight-A student, and you get a B um, on your report card as a senior in this crazy honors class, and it's Doris's fault. You don't get a chance to tell the college that. It hurts, you know. So it's, it's not a simple thing, actually. Um, when you get out of school. Anything you're doing that is hard takes that you're doing over time that is worthwhile to you. Most of those things are not individual pursuits. Most of what you do, even if even if it's something you say, well, no, actually, if I'm a writer or I'm a this or a that, it's just me, it's all of what I, well, you know, I actually could find lots of examples, I think we all get it, mm-hmm. where your ability to work well with others can make or break you, right? Absolutely. And um, what, you know, report after report, research after research recent that is focused on, um, you know, the changing the changing demands of the workplace and the workforce not meeting, matching the demands. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are many, there's some, it's all about skills, right? right skills we don't have critical, critical thinking problems on the other is collaboration. People get out of school, the highest performing academically performing students don't necessarily have any skill mm-hmm. at being generative when working as a team. And most work, a lot of work, is with others. And you don't even get to choose your team most of the time. Right? You're, right? you're thrown into something. These are the people you're doing it with. It's really important work. You guys, you make or break it. Mm-hmm. 
So the first, so, so to answer your question simply, I really wanted the entire course to be team-based. And I thought it was really important. And, and making, and it's been really interesting to develop it the feedback systems, the problem-solving curricula, the um, assessments, the communications and assignment, all that stuff that we've developed, Mm -hmm. given that it's entirely team-based, it's been very interesting. You Mm -hmm. know, the learning management system, the project management tools, all that stuff. Like, you can't separate that out. Mm -hmm. You could, it's crazy. The first day of class, you heard me, I say to the students, you can't get an A by yourself. Now they nod their head, but they don't really get it, right? <laughs> right? And, then, and then each one of them gets it, right? They yeah, get it. Yeah. And what happens when, all right, what this class is about is you're going to solve this really complicated, hard problem, and you have four, four of you, maybe three, depending. And um, you have a deadline, and you're going to have to do everything you can. None of you have the background or experience. You're going to have to band together and do what, the best you can to come up with the best. Okay. Well, you become quickly. So first of all, that, that the problem is real for a real business makes the kids really passionate and driven to solve it and do a good job. Mm-hmm. Then they look around and they, it takes about three weeks or four weeks, but at some point they really, really understand, wow, okay, I really can't get an A by myself. And I, and I can't, no matter how hard I try, mm-hmm. unless I have three other really high-functioning members and unless we as an organism are high functioning we're not gonna we're not gonna do a great job mm-hmm. and i've seen what happens if if you do function well wow that's what we need to try to do so there we have them they're motivated they want to learn this thing how to work well so you get students who come in the door and absolutely are train wrecks when it comes to working with others we had one this semester that's right, right? Nobody wanted to work with this kid, right? It's not, it's not an unusual thing. Mm-hmm. That kid and the other kids quickly realize that kid has to get better, mm-hmm. has to figure it out, has to learn. And everybody's learning is different. Everybody's growth is different. Right. Some students come in and more are, it's more natural for them, just like it is in the real world. There are people who are naturally great collaborators and people who are not, for whom it's something they have to focus on and they have to learn techniques. And so the other thing that happens is very, very early in this class, it is students start to engage with this in a professional, academic way. That this isn't, one of the other lines I say on the first day is if your feelings get hurt easily, get over it. Right? right. <laughs> Remember that? Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and we, we talk about how, why is, uh, why do you actually want people to give you the tough feedback? Mm-hmm. And we, we have real conversation about it. We don't just say it. We throw out examples. We get them, we ask them questions. We, we, we get them to, to say to us, yes, actually, I want someone to tell me that wasn't really effective. Try it again. I want someone to tell me, you know, when you said that, you used so many likes, I didn't even know what you, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. 
So then what happens is they get to a place, we, so much of the curriculum is about talking about recognizing strengths, recognizing deficits, appreciating strengths, finding ways to use those and leverage those in yourself, in others, what it takes to make a good team and good teamwork. We give them lots and lots of techniques, mm -hmm. teamwork sorts of things, lots of them. You're stuck as a team, don't know where to go next, what are some things you can try? You know, all those different things. Um, you are having an issue between two of you. What are some of the strategies that work? Which one do you think would work this way? Well, given her personality and his personality, maybe this one. Yeah, let's try that one. Should you do it? Should I do it? Well, let's have her do it. We have conversations when the teams, later in the class, when teams are having crazy, horrible moments, right? Yeah. Where we're very direct with them. Mm -hmm. We're saying, okay, here's what's going on. We have the following choices. We instructors can negotiate this, uh, and here's what we would do if we do it, or if you guys want to do it yourselves and you have a plan for doing it, you can do it. What do you think is better? So it becomes very, it's a very explicit part of the course. It's an academic, actually, part of the course to learn how to be generative as a team and all that is required in that communications. Mm -hmm. Now, we talked before about citizenship. This also is a huge part of developing not only collaborative skills, but citizenship, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have to be thinking actively, constantly about the other person, what they're feeling, what they're thinking, where they're coming from, what their tendencies are, how, how you can make them feel great about what they're doing in the same way that you want to feel great about what you're doing. You have to. You can't succeed if you don't do those things. Those things do not in any way come up in most of school. Mm -hmm. And for many, many people, none of that is natural. And so we really hurt these students, I think, who are going out into this particular world where, collaborate, where collaboration is massively important mm -hmm. by doing very little during their school years to develop that. Then they, they think they're A-plus students. They've gotten fives on all their APs. They've gotten all kinds of awards. They're valedictorian. They go to Harvard. They get their accolades. They get their fabulous degree. They get their first job. And they're miserably, disastrously failing in the first whatever it is because other people don't want to work with them. And they don't even, they have no idea. They don't know why. They don't have any of the tools required to even figure it out, let alone fix it. And you can't blame them because there's not been any conversation about it. Right. You know, you have students now with, with all our technology and social media and numbers of likes and friends and whatever. Students grow up with, I mean, there's hard numbers around the, you know, the, the, what's changed in terms of interacting during the day. So the numbers of hours per year that a typical high school student spends face-to-face -face interacting with another human being have gone down by huge numbers. 
there's got to be some impact to that. So they're not having the time and the experience opportunity to develop some of the skills that we're saying with all this technology they most need. It's kind of crazy. Absolutely. And what's interesting is that once the students get over the shock to the system that is this class (laughs) and they start engaging in it, here's what's really interesting. They crave the feedback, even the critical feedback. You saw it. Mm -hmm. They're dying to get that feedback. So the first time they do a project, the very first one, and afterwards we say, okay, we we construct a feedback exercise where they're going to have a a feedback as, as a team reflecting on how they did in the last three weeks, and we prompt them. We have specific things. Then we're going to do the same thing one-on-one. I'm going to have a conversation with you. You're one of my teammates Mm -hmm. that's just you and me, and I'm going to give you, here's my strength sandwich about you, right? Mm -hmm. Here's where I think you're really strong. Here's where I think you really, you know, blah, blah, blah. And here are my hopes as you head into your next team. Then you do the same with me. Then we do it with each. So everybody says it to everybody, and you get this like, wow, this, you, it's such a gift. You get multiple gifts, right? And it's not just the teacher saying, okay, you get an A, you did a great job, Allison, on da da da. You just spent three weeks working like crazy intensely on this really hard thing, culminating in a presentation that you're really proud of. And you had this experience, nobody can take it away from you with these three other people. And you had more of an experience with the three other people on your team than you did with your instructors, for sure. Mm -hmm. And then you, having gone through that with each other, you get to to hear as a 16 or 17-year-old how three other people who really got to work with you closely, how what they learned about you, what they saw, what they appreciate, what's cool about you. And so there's a substantive confidence Mm -hmm. that every one of these students develops over the course of this course as they learn even more not only about themselves but they learn it through how others experience them that's crazy powerful stuff Mm -hmm. and they become starved for it and they also get so good at giving feedback well, at themselves learning. When is it important to give feedback even if it's critical? critical, If it is critical, how do we do it in a way Mm -hmm. that is thoughtful and considerate and actually helpful? Uh, How do I resolve conflicts? They have conflicts. They have, and they they have to find a way to resolve them because you you have a deadline. You have to get there. You can't just ignore it. So all these things that... Um, I would call, if we're talking about school as a preparation for life, for work, for success, for contribution, my gosh, these things are necessary to that. Absolutely. And the fact that in the course as well, I know you make a point of exposing the students to all the different people that are in that classroom. So you set up different teams for each of the different projects they work on. And 
that they're exposed then to a variety of personalities and working styles and thought yeah. processes and all of this that by the time they get to the final project, when they actually form their own teams, yeah. some really interesting dynamics happen there where they even pass up maybe a close friend because they know yeah. working style yeah. isn't a good fit for that team. Absolutely. And to imagine they're that self-aware yeah. when they're coming out of this course yeah. and going out understanding how their strengths mesh with other people's yeah. on a team and yeah. what their weaknesses are and how yeah. that can balance off, I think is, is really incredible to, to watch that develop yeah. over time. Yeah, and it's funny, when I'm listening to you, it reminded me, so when I was teaching math all those years, and I, I know you've heard me say this, I always, the, the one class I really always insisted on teaching, the one no one else wanted to teach was the one with students who'd failed math the year before mm-hmm. or were coming from other schools and didn't have the background. And the reason that was so exciting to me is because it was such a, that's where I learned the most, trying, and I developed strategies to get those kids who don't thrive in traditional school to, to thrive and to learn this heavy-duty stuff. That was, and what I saw was we, we have in, in our schools um, that, there's this sort of uh, black and white thing happening where you either you either can get this easily or you don't. Mm-hmm. And if you get it easily, you're smart. And if you don't, you're not. And they're very specific things. And so I was experiencing student after student after student who by 16 or 14 had already concluded they were stupid or they couldn't be successful, or they weren't smart, or they weren't academically strong. And it was based on such narrow, limited data. <laughs> okay, but they're, they're kids, and they're trying to figure themselves out, right? So when I said that doing this entire class in teams and having such a rich curriculum that's all about collaborating and teaming and all that develops a substantive confidence. This is what I'm talking about. When you go through school, if no one really spends that time with you and you're not somebody who's intrinsically motivated to perform on that test, okay, if we don't spend time with you, if somebody doesn't point out to you, there's always that risk that you make conclusions about yourself and they're not good. And that by the time you get out of school, you've already developed these insecurities or feelings of inadequacy um, or kind of come to conclusions about yourself that are, that are really limiting. And, and, and it's a very dangerous thing. Yeah. And so there's also this whole perfectionist tendency thing, and that's a whole other topic, but that we breed when we have this crazily test-based your whole childhood comes down to you know are you the fastest runner are you the captain of the team did you get an 800 on your SAT did you get a 5 on your AP do you have a 4.8 are you like it's craziness right and we can talk all we want as adults about oh honey what I care most about is you you have such a good this or a good that Mm -hmm. but these Students aren't stupid. Their entire world that they're growing up in has, is reductive and has said, 
okay, they can say whatever they want. You're going to get in or not get in. You're going to be successful or not successful based on how you do on this and this and this, and that's it. So when they go through a process like this, a course like this, an experience like this, they learn themselves that nobody's perfect. Everybody has strengths. Everybody has tons and tons of things they're not so strong with. And that doesn't constitute being smart, not smart, being successful, not successful. So you kind of get deeper mm-hmm. into all that in a way that is really crucial, not only at that age, but at, in this time. Mm-hmm. In this time, I believe personally, and I believe this since I started teaching and saw what was happening to these students. It's very sad to me what we've done in the, you know, culturally, what's happening. It's very, very important. Thanks for listening to this episode of Do School Better. We would love to hear from you, so please leave us a comment or a review. And if you're interested in learning more, check out wildfire-education.org.